Hello, I'm Corey Stremmen. Welcome to the Rochester Rising podcast, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs in Rochester, Minnesota. Thank you for spending some time with us today to learn more about small business and the culture of entrepreneurship in our area. We hope that you learned something today from a local entrepreneur that can help you with your own journey. Rochester Rising is a part of Collider, a Rochester-based nonprofit that activates, connects, and empowers early-stage entrepreneurs in our community. You can learn more about Collider and how our organization can help accelerate and assist your journey at collider.mn. Today on the podcast, we chat with D'Angelo Tynes about his recently opened popcorn business, Papa's Gourmet Popcorn. Let's get started. Hi, D'Angelo. Thanks so much for being on the show with me today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Well, to get started, what kind of brought you to the Rochester area and what would you say keeps you around? Yeah, for sure. So I'm born and raised here. So I actually graduated from John Marshall back in 2016. Um, Both my parents, they've been in town. My dad, he's been working at Mayo Clinic for the last 30 years. Sure. And then my mom, she's been a social worker within Olmstead County for the last 30 years as well. Okay. And I just think, you know, Rochester is a great place. It's a safe place, great place to grow up and... You know, I have nothing but great things to say about it. I know a lot of people may not like the nightlife or other <laughs> things like that, sure. but I, I think it's an awesome city. Yeah, awesome. What's your background in work and education? Yeah, for sure. So after I gradu- graduated from John Marshall, I went up to the U of M. I majored in communications, mass communications, and I ended up graduating from there in 2020. Okay. Um, so starting in 2020, I initially took a sales development representative job for a company based in Minneapolis. Um, they okay. were called Digital River. I worked there for about a year to a year and a half. Then um, I got recruited on LinkedIn to another company. It was an IT consulting company. They were based in Egan. So I ended up, you know, taking the upgrade, taking the salary bump and working over in Egan for a little bit. Then I was recruited again by another company based out of New Jersey. And I ended up taking an account management position over in New Jersey. So I was doing um, software sales account management basically for, for about a year. Sure. Um, what would you say initially like sparked your interest in food and popcorn and what inspired this business? It seems yeah. like a totally different trajectory from what you were working right, on before. Yeah, from, from working in sales and all the techie stuff to now making popcorn. So my cousin, he's been doing um, Papa's itself since 2016. Oh, okay. But my whole family, we've always been like popcorn lovers. Like I've grown up experimenting with different things. I used to like pop popcorn and um, M&M's to get like chocolate yeah, flavored yep, stuff, just little totally. stuff like that. So my cousin, he was actually inspired because he went to a fair and he tried the popcorn there and they were selling like really bad popcorn and he thought that sure. he could beat it out sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know what, why don't we take a chance and, you know, start our own thing. And now this is our third location and now we have plans, you know, the fourth, fifth and sixth. So we're going to continually grow as the years come. Very cool. Very cool. How did you, did you get involved, I guess, right away in 2016 or did you more recently get involved in the business? Yeah, I would say within like the last year, 2016, you know, I was just like a big supporter. I would travel out there Mm -hmm. for all the grand openings of the different spots and, you know, would always order popcorn here to give it to my friends and kind of, you know, hype my cousin up sort of Mm -hmm. thing. But I was, I'm more, definitely more hands-on within the last year. I was kind of, you know, cheering them on from afar, um, you know, the years prior. Sure, sure. Where are the other locations? Uh, one is in Tinley Park, Illinois, and the other one's in Joliet, Illinois. Okay. Then um, hopefully the fourth one's going to be somewhere near Cub Stadium within the next sure. six months. Then we're also looking at Omaha, Nebraska, and then Kansas City as well. Cool, cool. So like big city changes. And- yeah, and kind of more in the Midwest first. Mm-hmm. Our, our hope is to, you know, dominate the Midwest and then maybe expand out further once, you know, 
once it keeps proving, uh, we're able to, you know, keep growing franchise in different states. We'll be able to kind of grow all across all of the nation. Sure. Would you say that your uncle is kind of behind the um, popcorn flavors and crafting them, or is it kind of a team effort? Yeah, for sure. So we started off with 60 flavors that he gave us, and we've since expanded on, like, my girlfriend, she's created like a root beer float flavor and a couple of different fun flavors. So we've definitely been adding on, but he gave us the, a whole bunch of flavors sure. to basically start with. And now we have a, a research and development budget that we can, you know, start, de- you know, experimenting in the kitchen and kind of seeing what works and experimenting with different things like that. Sure. Tell me a little bit like what goes into those experimentations, you know, like yeah. idea to completed form yeah for sure it's it's just trial and error like on the size of the batches so most of our batches we make them in like five gallons Mm -hmm. but some of them we have to use a little bit less popcorn if we want it to the taste to go through a little bit more so sometimes we have to experiment with with the quantity you know how much of this a lot of the stuff the like the candy coated flavors we use an oil or a powder we Mm -hmm. have to experiment how much of that we're going to be using so it's just a bunch of different quantity issues sort of thing. And once we kind of find it out, you know, we write it down, we put it in our book, and we kind of have to stick with it. Yeah, for sure. What would you say are some of the challenges or barriers you guys faced while getting the business started? Whether for that sure. be past businesses or, or yeah. this location in particular. I would say just just finding a location that I was confident in could sustain, you know, long-term growth. For a business like Popcorn, we need foot traffic in mm-hmm. Rochester. Mm-hmm. There really isn't any foot traffic outside of downtown, so yeah. I kind of knew we had to be downtown, and I couldn't I couldn't find a place for like six, seven months, and sure. I just happened to stumble upon this place. Or um, my commercial agent, Dave Kinnenberg, he actually was the one who walked past and like saw a sign, because the spot we have now, they weren't advertising online. It was only oh, like a sign sure. in the window, and he just happened to be walking downtown one day, and... You know, we got in contact with the guy and ended up being open, and I signed within, like, three days. It, it happened, like, yeah. really quick because I, I wanted it. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw the tour on the inside, I was convinced that this was going to be the spot. Sure. Did you have to do a lot of work to the space itself? Yeah, before it was Essence Skin Clinic, so they were okay. doing, you know, different mas- facial massages, different stuff with, you know, beauty and skincare. Mm-hmm. So we had to do a complete remodel. So we had to gut out... They had like different rooms where the different estheticians worked in and stuff. So mm-hmm. we had to gut out the walls and make it like a full commercial kitchen. Sure. Adding all the plumbing, grease trap, you know, three compartment sinks, getting everything up basically to sell food. We had to transfer, you know, we're, we're basically changing the trade of the building. We had to get a whole different, um, like a it's like a zoning thing with, with, mm-hmm. the, with the city once you start selling food out of a right. place that didn't sell food before. So it, it was definitely a lot of steps to go through. And for popcorn... We're actually under the Department of Agriculture, so we don't okay. go under the like Olmstead County Health Department. Sure. So we even have like other rules that we have to follow that other spots might not have to follow that are selling food. Sure, that definitely can be a challenge. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. And since we only have other stores in Illinois, the rules are are very different. Yeah. I, it was kind of surprising to see that you know it, we're only have like a five mile, I mean a five hour drive, and mm-hmm. but they have picky things in Illinois and not picky over here, but certain things are picky over here and not picky in Illinois. So just kind of trying to navigate that whole situation. Right. Absolutely. Would you say that there's anything about Rochester in general that provides unique challenges or advantages? I know you already mentioned like foot traffic is definitely a weird thing about Rochester, uh, but anything else? But yeah, I would say about between 50 to 60% of our, our customers right now are out of town. 
So oh, Mayo shit. is constantly mm-hmm. bringing in people from out of state, and that's been helping us on the e-commerce side. We have a website, so now we're getting orders from New New York, California, Florida, Texas, because these you know patients they come in, they order the popcorn, and now they're on website, you know, ordering mm-hmm. online. So that's definitely a whole different aspect that. You know, I knew the patients were going to be relevant. I didn't think they were going to make up sure. that big of a portion of our customers, but that's something that's definitely unique to Rochester. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know that you guys opened kind of post-pandemic times, but what do you yeah. say leading up to the opening of the business? Did the pandemic affect it in any way, positive or negative? Um, So the pandemic kind of affected the whole plans. We originally wanted to open in 2020, so we oh, had okay. plans of, op- we were already planning kind of back in 2019 and we basically put everything, you know, on pause for two mm-hmm. years. My cousin, the other stores, they stayed open. They were able to do, like, different drive-up things. But sure. obviously, we didn't want to, you know, take our chances until, mm-hmm. you know, people were kind of out, out and about again. So it, it definitely made us be very cautious and kind of hold off on everything until, until we felt like things kind of went back to, you know, quote-unquote normal. Right. Absolutely. Well, what do you find most rewarding and enjoyable about your work? Definitely just creating a like a unique snacking experience. A lot mm-hmm. of people say that they've, they've never experienced something like this or they've never, you know, ha- we're up to 80 different flavors now. They've never had awesome. so many different flavors of popcorn, like a rip your float popcorn or, you know, Oreo popcorn. So it's just seeing the smile, you know, from kids to, you know, older, older adults, everyone's able to enjoy it. It's something that's for everyone and kind of, you know, seeing people's smiles light up as they walk in mm-hmm. and kind of see everything and experience we offer unlimited samples, so that's a big thing. People are able to get their taste buds on things before yeah. they're able to buy it. So it's just, it's just mostly about the experience, experiment rather than, you know, selling just straight popcorn. Yeah, absolutely. Any big future plans for the business? Yeah, so the latest, the biggest thing we're working on right now is the fundraising platform. So we recently created something called Papa's Gives, and basically what that is is we sell the popcorn online. It's the uh, Organizations like churches, youth sports teams, nonprofits, they're able to basically sign up, create an account, and then every bag of popcorn they sell, we split it 50%. So we just had a couple of different schools in Illinois try it out for our beta testing group. One group was actually able to raise over $3,200, so they got 1,600 bags. So it's just trying to to grow that and kind of Mm -hmm. work out the kinks on growing that. Yeah, absolutely. And will that function kind of specifically out of Rochester as well and like Rochester charities in particular? Yep. So yeah, that's going to be based out of there. So Papa's Gives is going to be technically its own entity legally, but it's going to be the same popcorn from our store. So we'll be operating under that brand and we have a couple different, you know, workers that will be on like a Papa's Gives, you know, side of things rather Mm -hmm. than the Papa's Gourmet Popcorn storefront. But it will, yeah, everything will be coming out of Rochester. It'll all be made in Rochester as well. Very cool. Uh, what's a piece of advice that you would give to someone considering starting a business or even specifically like a food-based business? For sure. I would just say staying persistent and staying patient. Like you got to be willing to, you know, go through the tours and go through Mm -hmm. the motions. You got to be able to check out all the spots and check your boxes and kind of be willing to take gambles as far as like a build out. I was willing to gamble on this location and, you know, put all the money into the build out because I thought it would be worth it in the long Mm -hmm. run. You know, I could we could have easily taken a different spot, you know, further away from downtown and pay less rent. But I thought, you know, I kind of had to weigh my options. So just just being being very diligent and, and patient throughout the whole process. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, business aside, what are some of your hobbies and interests outside of work? Yeah, for sure. I, I play a lot of pickup basketball at the rack um, at 5 a.m., surprisingly. So I'm, <laughs> I, I was up at 4.30 this morning. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, definitely a little bit tired, but I like to stay in the gym. Um, I'm kind of back and forth between Rochester, and then I have a house in Golden Valley. Okay, so sure. So I'm kind of back and forth there a lot. You know, my girlfriend and I, we have a dog, so walking the dog, you know, taking the dog outside, but yeah, nothing too crazy. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks so much for joining me on the show today. It was good to hear from you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks so much to D'Angelo for sharing his story. You can learn more about Papa's Gourmet Popcorn by clicking the link in our show notes. And thank you for tuning into the podcast today. We're so appreciative of your time spent listening and of your support of our work here at Collider. If you know an entrepreneur who would benefit from the conversation today, please share this podcast with them so that they can benefit from the experience of other business owners in the community. We launched Rochester Rising in 2016 to tell stories of entrepreneurship taking place within the city of Rochester, especially stories that otherwise would not have been told, and to take the time to understand each entrepreneur and what their experience has been like in this community. If you find value in this podcast, please consider donating and lending support to Collider's efforts to share the stories of Rochester entrepreneurs and inspire others on their journey. You can find out more about our tip jar and how to donate in our show notes. Thanks again for tuning into the Rochester Rising podcast.